You're listening to the Crackle Pop Pod. I'm your host, Matt. With me are my two co-hosts, Adam. Uh-huh. And Michael. Hey-o. <laughs> Adam, yes. what's the topic for this week? Well, this week we're going to be uh, talking about fantastic board games and where to find them. This is a suggested topic from Adam last week. What we're going to be doing today is presenting our favorite board games. They will more than likely be classic games. And Adam, who is the board game expert, will mm-hmm. be re- recommending to us a newer, updated version of that game or something with similar cues to the game that we picked. After that, we're going to be moving into Rapid Fire, where we'll be going round robin, five questions each. And uh, without further delay, Adam, how about you present your pick and yeah. the updated version so that the listeners have a taste of how we're going to be doing this? Sure. And I also wanted to say that uh, you might wonder why we're talking about board games with a pop culture podcast. I think that board games, actually, I've, there's, I've read an article. You guys probably don't know this. M- Michael might. I didn't know you read. I do read. And uh, there's an article that said that board games, the industry is going to double this year. They projected from last year the industry is going to double. And I don't know why that is, but I have noticed that board games are catching on in a weird way. Maybe it's just because I've entrenched my life with them. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's, without further ado, let's talk about my pick. So... There's a game that I think most of us have played as children. I know I did a lot. And it was one of my favorite games as a kid. It was Life, the game of Life. Did you guys ever play this game, Life? Yes. Yeah. No. You never played Life? No, I haven't. Okay. So Life was kind of fun because you you would travel along this road. And it was sort of like Candyland for adults, really. Or not really adults, but for, you know, not for little, little kids, you know. Because you didn't really have any choice about where you were going to go, but you could get a job as a lawyer or a job as a journalist or something like that. And then you'd travel along, you'd get paydays, and then you'd find the lost city of Atlantis or something weird. And then you'd end up at the very end, and you would either be bankrupt or you would be super wealthy or whatever. You never knew what was going to happen. So as a kid, it's fun because you don't know what's going to go on in the game. But there's some significant problems with it, which is that if you start out as a journalist and your brother starts out as a lawyer or a doctor, you're going to lose that game, most likely. (laughs) Also, there's a huge oversight at the very end of the game where um, basically you can put all your money on one number and instantly win the game if you guess the right number and then spin the little dial, which is kind of the fun part of the game is spinning the dial, right? Wow. I just have to interject here for one second. Please. You are literally taking all the wind out of my sight. I'm sorry. <laughs> is this your game? I even have, I love that spin wheel written down. <laughs> so, that's fine. I'll pick another one. Okay, okay, keep okay. Going, keep going. So, uh, see, I thought you had, had already picked a different one, but that's okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, so I had recently played with my niece and, and my family, and I did that. Basically, I was going to lose the game, but I ended first, and so I was able to put my money on, on the number, and I said six. And I, I spawned a six, and so I won instantly. And so we just played this game for 45 minutes or an hour or so, and it just wasted everybody's time, basically. It was really exciting when I got it. But but there's um, there's some problems with it, I think. But the modern equivalent uh, of life that I enjoy more is CV. Is it CV? CV, the letter C, the letter V. I think it's re- referring to, like, the resume. Oftentimes you'll, you'll oh, yeah, hear yeah. of a resume as a CV. And so you start off... In, there's, all, there's this kind of game board, a small game board of cards that are sort of laid out with different sort of life goals or life achievements or things you can focus on. So you can focus on certain types of relationships or jobs or schooling or things like that. But you start the game with some childhood memories. And these childhood memories can be cashed in throughout the game if you really need them. So you might have a piggy bank or you might have this skill you learned as a kid or something like that. 
but really it's Yahtzee. You're, you're, you're rolling dice and then you're using those dice and you can re-roll or whatever to pick a life event. So for instance, if you are, if you see out on the board, there's, oh, uh, make friends with so-and-so or pursue your masters or something like that. You know, this masters might, might need certain symbols on your dice and, but pursuing a friendship might have other symbols. And so you'd roll the dice and you'd try to, you know, get whatever you want. But by rolling the dice. So over the course of the game, you're building these different things and you're, and you're going through uh, young adulthood, through middle age and old age and stuff like that. And you can get possessions and possessions are worth victory points. And so they're good for you at the end. But if you get a lot of life achievements and things like that, that's that also can really uh, become huge. And so it's a lot more fun, a lot more strategic, but it's got that fun Yahtzee element. Like Yahtzee is really fun, I think. But um What's cool is that it tells a better story than life, I think. Life is kind of weird and, like, random, mm-hmm. which can be fun. But CV, it's like you can kind of plot things out a little more. And you get weird little things. Like, I had earned my master's in one game I played. I got, got my my MBA. And then the next best thing I could get in my life because of the options that were presented to me was I could become a magician. <laughs> so I was a magician with an MBA. So it was just really weird. Like it's really funny things. And you can kind of look back at your life and see what's replaced what and where you've gone and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. Okay. CV. CV. That's, uh, yeah. That's your pick. Okay. Yeah. You sound very enthusiastic. No, I'm just a little disappointed that you took it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's fine. It was just bad planning on my part. My bad. Anyways, that, sound, that does sound like fun. Okay. Is there? I mean, how many? Is there a limit? How many players? I think it's do? a. I think it's a four up to four player game or something. Maybe okay. five. I think okay. you can even play. You probably wouldn't want to, but you can probably play a solitary version of it too. Oh, like just for fun! Oh, you can okay. just watch, see how things work out for yourself. Okay, and the ultimate. I mean, the ultimate goal is just to have the best life. Or yeah, well, okay, so it's a point system. So it's different than than the game of life, where really your whole goal is money, right? Yeah. And so in this, mm-hmm. it's uh, you get points for possessions and money and things like that. But you also get points like by building relationships or by stressing on your work, not stressing in the bad way, but you know, putting that an emphasis on work or putting an emphasis on this or health or whatever, you know. So there's the, there's the different categories of cards. And if you get a bunch of one category, it's sort of um, what's that word? Uh, capitalizes in a way. You know, like you 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 can have if you get one job over the course of your life, that's like one point at the end of the game. But if you get two jobs, that's like five points at the end of the game. Or if you get three, then that's like 15 points at the end of the game. So the more of a certain category you have, so if you spread out your life a little bit and do some different things, it'll help you give you bonuses to your roles and things like that. Mm-hmm. But you'll also be more likely to have a better point total at the end of the game. Yeah. Because I remember the only goal I ever had in life. Like money. The original. Well, money, but I wanted to live on millionaire acres. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. countryside acres, mm-hmm. I think. Right. The millionaire alley. Mm-hmm. So that was what I always cared about. And I just always, like I said, I love spinning that wheel. I liked spinning the wheel, and I liked uh, getting a wife and kids and stuff like that. That was always fun for me. I've, I've it always was been a fantasy game, so yeah. Yeah, I've always been romantic in that way. <laughs> okay, Michael, do you have anything for to, uh, for CV? Uh, life or CV? Life or CV? Um, you never played life. I said. didn't, oh, so really? I don't really understand the concept because if it's play. a game of life, I'm wondering if there's any cards that is like, oh, unexpected pregnancy. Um, I kind of feel like there you is. You got a drug addiction. No, no, not like that. So you have four jobs. You killed yourself. <laughs> no, because I think. Well, I was going to ask you actually. What yeah. version did you play? I played an old version from like the seventies or eighties. We played the same one then, because there was there was the original, which I was doing a little bit of research on it. So it came out in the eighteen hundreds actually. Oh really? 
and then they had a 1960 version that came out. And then the 1978 was one that had, um, actually, I have it in my notes somewhere. Let me try and find it really fast. I'm trying to find it as fast as I can. Um, it had, uh, oh, you could sue for damages. That was right, the big yeah. differentiator. Because mm-hmm. before it was a revenge card. But, um, yeah, it, it was unexpected pregnancy, but it was like, it was 1978, so it was within the context of a marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or like, you you had a boy, get collect presents or something like that, right? So then everybody has <laughs> you, to give you money. You have a girl. Or you have a girl, collect presents. And, You're poor. And I don't know. <laughs> but the thing about life, though, is that, like, you're basically wondering how it sort of works out. And so, really, the way it works is you come off the, the starting row, and it's like Candyland. Except instead of drawing cards to see what color, you've never played Candyland. Nope. Okay. Candyland is sheer sheer luck, right? You're You're drawing... A card, and then it gives you a color, and you go to a color. Life is the same way. You just spin a little dial, and it's sheer luck. You don't know if you're going to get a one, two, or three, or six, or ten, or whatever. That's how many spaces you'll move. And so you get a job early in life, and then you get a wife or a husband if you're a girl. And then you'll go on, and you'll collect things, and you'll land on weird spaces, and you can play the stock market and stuff like that. But it's all like you're always moving forward, pretty much. And it's completely random. Yeah, your life can just take different paths. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Life and CB are your picks. Yeah. So, Michael, we need to do a rock, paper, scissors to figure out who's going to go first or last or whatever. So, ready? One, two, three. Oh, sorry, that was confusing. <laughs> One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Ah, okay. First or last? I'll go first. Okay, cool. And your pick is? <laughs> uh, my pick is... I think I'm going to go with Rummy. I grew up playing that quite often. We were always playing that on family trips. Being as a deck of cards is probably the easiest game you could travel with. So I remember just sitting around fires, playing Rummy, cross-stitching. Um, and that was my childhood. <laughs> Can we go into a segment about you cross-stitching? And crocheting. But... uh yeah, we'd always get the gas lamp out, and my grandma would... Are you serious? Are you in a covered wagon, or what? <laughs> Are you being serious? Or is it a propane lamp? But, like, you didn't just play it in a well-lit room? No. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I just, this is very fascinating. We would, uh... <laughs> Did you call yourselves a dog? <laughs> okay, go. Sorry, sorry. Uh, well, we also played cribbage under the same light. So can you explain what rummy is? Oh, not really. <laughs> you want me to? Well, you're going to give a better pick out there, right? Yeah, so I can explain Rummy pick. if you want, and then I can explain. All I know is you're going for suits and runs and yeah, stuff, and Grandma's always right. Well, I don't know about that rule, but basically, you have a deck of cards, and everybody's dealt a hand of cards, and there's one card that's out on the table, uh, sorry, in the sort of middle that people can choose, and so... To add to their hand. But basically what you're trying to do is from your hand of cards, you're trying to create sets. And so it's a set collection game is what it's called. And so you, you can get like a three of a kind or a four of a kind or whatever. But what's interesting about it is that other players can build on the sets that you've made. So in front of them, like if you have three fives out there, you've made a three of a kind and you set it out in front of you. Your opponent can set a five down in front of them and get points for that five because it's basically making a four of a kind. But you always have a decision essentially to... On your turn to draw a card from the top of the deck or to draw one of the cards that's out in front of you. And as you discard, at the end of each turn, you're building up this sort of line of cards that are next to the deck. And so if you want to grab a card that's really good for you, you'd have to grab all the cards that are on top of it. 
yeah, it's a really fun game. I used to play it in college. The confusing part about Rummy is that there's so many different versions. There a lot are, of house yeah. rules, a lot of... Because uh, I, bl- I imagine it's been around... It's been around since life was around in the 1800s. Since, I don't know. I remember seeing him play it on the Titanic before it went down. Leonardo and You were there? Others. No, but I saw the film by James oh, Cameron. Oh, I see. Okay. I, uh... So my, my recommendation for Rummy, uh, basically it takes the mechanics of Rummy, simplifies them a little bit, and makes it into a board game. So basically you're talking about uh, the card part of it, adding it to a board, and getting a little more strategic in terms of what you're going to be doing with your sets. Okay, so the game is, you can find it pretty much anywhere. It's called Ticket to Ride. Oh, I played yeah. that. Yeah. So what you're doing is you have a deck of these car- these train cards. And you have a board that's like the map of America or the map of Germany or whatever version you're playing. And there's a bunch of cards that are out next to the deck that are face up. And you can choose these. And you're going you're gonna to start collecting these cards over the course of the game. And so you're trying to create sets in your hands. And then you can turn those sets in to place trains out on the board. And then you have little cards that are like destination tokens. Or cards, I should say. That will... If you connect L.A. to New York, you'll get a bunch of points or something like that. So it's taking that the same basic take-a-card mechanic and, and build a set thing. It's sort of simplifying it, really, but it's creating it's bringing it into a whole different sort of way of playing. I like it a lot. Ticket to Ride. You can find it Target, anywhere. Walmart, almost anywhere. Yeah. If you, can, if you can find it in Target, you can find it anywhere. Really, that's true. Anywhere games are sold. And like Adam mentioned earlier... Um, if your article is correct, you should be finding more of these games in stores like Target as well. You should. You should. Yes. Good pick. Thank you. So my pick uh, was Life, but I'm going to go... Well, I've got two runners up that were really close, so I'm just going to give them both to you. Tell me which one you think you can recommend better. So my first one is Uno, uh, and the second choice would be Yahtzee, which you mentioned earlier. Okay, I'm going to go with Yahtzee. Okay, so let me go with why that's one of my favorite games first. Um, Mostly because it's a game that I remember playing with my family when I was younger. We didn't play a lot of uh, games together. We didn't didn't do a lot of things together. (laughs) 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 But uh, Yahtzee was one game that we would play like all as a family. Not very often, but it was something we played together. And uh, yeah, it was just fun, you know, and there's always trying to get the specific really stopping and trying to get the very specific categories was very was very fun because if you could get the first few the really hard ones out of the way then everything else was easy and uh, i just enjoyed this the it was a little bit of a strategy trying to get the ones that you wanted so that you can get ahead from the rest of anybody you're playing with but yeah it just stuck out to me because that's a game i just always remember and i like rolling the dice i like that little cup mm-hmm. shaking them around in the cup rolling them out i love it yeah okay so what do you have for me for a recommendation of an updated version so uh there is a game there's a few games there's actually quite a few games that use that yahtzee mechanic um but the one that stands out to me because it sort of is in the same league of uh simplicity as yahtzee with a with a bit of depth with strategy yahtzee has a pretty decent depth of strategy choices and stuff like that you have to make but um there's a game called king of tokyo and i think you've already heard of this because you had mentioned it at one point i have i was actually asking adam about it today yeah and so this wasn't planned though that you would bring this up 
But yes, it's a very Yahtzee-esque game where basically each person has a monster that they're in control of, sort of like a Godzilla-type film. Uh, and you're going to have this little map of, of uh, sorry, what is it? King of, what did I just call it? King of Tokyo. King of Tokyo. Yeah. There's a newer version called King of New York, which is a little more complicated. Is it related? Yes, completely. Yeah, it's sort of like a sequel of sorts, but it's a little more complicated, I'd say. But King of Tokyo, uh, you, you're basically rolling attacks and you're rolling health, like you can regain health and stuff like that. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to get in Tokyo and you're trying to get points. Or you're trying to eliminate your opponents. And so you can go into Tokyo by rolling some dice the way you would want to roll them. And then everybody else is going to have a turn to sort of roll against you unless they beat you up too much and you can kind of choose to back out and then they'll go into New- or, uh, Tokyo. And then, so basically it's this sort of uh, war of choices, like am I going to stay in Tokyo and get points, or am I going to leave Tokyo because I might die if I'm in Tokyo? Because the person in Tokyo, any of their attacks that they roll hurts everybody. But everybody else's attacks always hurt just them. So you have basically a what can turn into like a three-on-one sort of a game, or a four-on-one sort of a game. And so it's Really fun. It's really light. It's really quick. It's like 20 minutes at the most, usually. And uh, I, I bought this game probably about a year and a half ago and introduced it to my friends who aren't really big gamers, but they, they'll play a game with me. And uh, they really enjoyed it. We played it a lot. And so it's a lot of fun. King of Tokyo, I'd say, is a good replacement. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to playing it with you. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, okay, so that's our pick. Uh, just to recap real quick. Uh, before we go into a rapid fire, Adam's original was Life. His updated is CB. Michael's original was Rummy. His updated from Adam is Ticket to Ride. And my original was Yahtzee. And the updated was King of Tokyo. Also King of New York, which is a sequel. Uh, so, guys, let's do our rapid fire. Rapid fire. Pew, pew. I think this worked really well last week. It was very fun. So we're going to hopefully replicate that, or this is going to crash and burn. (laughs) Either way, we're going to try it this week. So what we're going to do is we're going to do rock, paper, scissors, who starts first, whoever wins goes first, and then we'll just go, where's clockwise? Clockwise. So Adam Mm -hmm. and Michael, because I'm going to win. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so one, two, three. One, two, three. This is amazing that we do. So you're first, then go, Michael. Okay. So Adam is first, and Adam, go ahead with your first question. So I'm asking both of you this question? Yeah, so you're going to... So, okay, let me go back to this. So the topic is board games today. Right. Or games, I guess, in general. And you're going to ask a question. Me and Michael will respond with how we would respond to that question. Then Michael will go, and you and me, and so... Okay, okay. Would you rather play strip chess... Like strip poker. I have a strip question too. Against Bobby Fischer in front of an auditorium full of everyone you know, or play a drinking game designed and overseen by Bill Cosby. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I'd go with the Bobby Fischer. <laughs> At least I'm not going to get raped. <laughs> That's true. I might be wrong here, but I'm thinking that our old friend Bill has a sexual preference. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I would uh, I'd probably play the dr- drinking game <laughs> you get a good night's sleep or something that right? is a Russian roulette of choices <laughs> but uh, to continue on with these funny questions uh, what is the highest hand in cribbage oh I think it's a 31 is that correct can I say 34 
The 29, you're both idiots. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> All right. Um, Aww. Okay, so I'm going to jump through this. Somebody wants to make a board game of your life. What's the title and you can't say life? Mm. Lonely. <laughs> is it is it one for, is it one word? That's a good one. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be one word. It, but it can't be put down the fork either because you use that. You use that. <laughs> put last down the week. spoon. <laughs> put down uh, all the utensils. Unmotivated. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Accept that. All right, Adam. Uh, which would you be better at, real life operation or real life shoots and ladders? I have operation in mind too. My goodness. Um, what, go real again. life operation yeah. or real life shoots and ladders? Shoots and ladders. <laughs> would you actually be better at that? No, I I'll, think... I'll kill someone for yeah, sure, sure on operation. I don't know what shoots and ladders is. Basically, you're going up and down ladders and slides all the way. You're trying to get to the top of the board, but it's very. I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I would. I would probably say that too. It's just it seems very physical. I don't want yeah. to kill someone. Would be, I would be very tired. By then, <laughs> yeah. But I, I'm, I'm going to kill somebody if I do operation. <laughs> um. Hopefully, you'll get the reference. But are you a hack guy, car guy, or thimble guy? Ooh. I'm a thimble guy. I always go thimble. I go hat. Yeah, hat's the most popular choice. I looked it up. Wow, really? Wow, yeah, I'm how about that? I'm a hipster. I like the you're texture of the Wait, no. Well, yeah, no, you're a hipster. But if I'm picking what everybody else picks, would that make me a hipster? So he's wearing a bow tie and suspenders <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. This is normal. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. You're locked in a tiny closet for eternity, for the rest of your life, hmm. with only enough room for you, a board game, and Fran Drescher. What game do you choose to play? So we're in hell. <laughs> Basically. What game do you choose to play? Keep in mind, she will be doing her laugh after every turn. For the duration in the closet. Russian roulette. Oh, that is the ultimate out. I think he said board game. I did say board game, oh, okay. but I will accept game, and I like Adam's answer, okay, so I'll thank accept you. it. What's your answer? Um... <laughs> American roulette. <laughs> what is that? Like is red. That? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I like Fran. So uh, just... You wouldn't like her after 20 minutes. And... <laughs> I should say you have to play the game the entire time you're in there. Okay. This is, um, is that all you can okay. do? Oh, my God. I would play... Um... Adam. Adam, go ahead. Okay, sorry. If Sasquatch was found and of a reasonable intelligence but volatile temper... What game would you choose to play with him? King of Tokyo. So if he lost, he'd probably kill you. So we're playing with Chewbacca. You're playing against Chewbacca, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, what game would put a lot of distance between... <laughs> online cribbage. Yeah, I was going to say online spider solitaire, but I don't think you can do that. I know you, though. That's good, yeah. Oh, boy. That'd be um, great if you talked like that. Well, I, something drawn out. Um, maybe Scrabble? I'd play Diplomacy. Do you think that's going to suck? All those gamers are going to love that joke. <laughs> is that going to, like... No, he's going he's gonna to hate me. He'll seek me out and kill me. He'll still kill you. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think I think either of us are going to die. Mm-hmm. Okay, Michael? You both have funny questions. Or, did you not think when I said, make it funny, that <laughs> you should have made it funny? Desert Island. What board game do you bring to play with your two to four other stuck companions? <sighs> um... Uno, that's one that I just don't think gets old. And then uh, let me go with, you said two, right? No. Or did you say two companions? 
your two to four companions. Oh, okay, yeah, Uno. Cosmic Encounter. I like it. I feel like that's a bonding game, and Uno just makes people pissed off. No, no, well, Cosmic makes Cosmic you can piss people Does off okay. easily. Yeah, yeah, I still it's hate just, people. No game is ever the same. Okay, Uno can sort of feel the same after a little while, but Cosmic's always different. Right. It's uh, Adam's favorite board game of all time. It is. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna knock out this one real quick. Who would be naked at an end at the end of a game of strip poker between the two of you? Follow up question: What possessed you to play strip poker one on one? Follow up to the follow up: Why was I not invited? Um, boy, that's a lot of follow ups. Uh, do you play poker much? Michael? Basically, not often. Okay, so I've played I, poker a lot. Probably. I don't have a good poker face, so that's why I would be naked. So I would not be naked, I don't think but so. But why we chose to do it is because we you were, were feeling... in that same room with Bill Cosby and I, <laughs> and Matt didn't want to come. Big mistake on Matt's part. Yeah. What should they make a game about that, to your knowledge, doesn't exist? I like the idea of uh, a game being made about the Cold War. I like the concept between, uh, but also a game about the Cold War that still has the chance of a missile or something, a crisis occurring. So that game does exist. It's the number one ranked game on Board Game uh, Geek called Twilight Struggle. Is that what that is? Yeah. Is, was this a trick question so you can make us look like fools? <laughs> no. Yeah. The board game I didn't say anything about the Cold War. Hey, this is Matt here. Uh, <laughs> Twilight Struggle. Shoot. Oh, uh, man, I don't know. That's really, that's really if, difficult. I feel like if we knew... No, I feel like you're trying to get an answer from us so you can make a No, I, I wasn't trying to, but the fact that you brought up the Cold War is it's, so ironic. Are you trying to get a board game plug for this show? But the game I'm creating is... Uh, <laughs> or sponsorship? No. Uh, it's variation on shoots uh, and ladders in operation. I don't know. Uh, is there a real Jumanji game? No. Okay. I mean, there is a Jumanji game, but it doesn't do what the Jumanji game did in the movie. Or Where it traps you in the orb? No, yeah. <laughs> I want a Jumanji game that traps you in the world. <laughs> okay. That's my pick. <laughs> I'll try to put that. <laughs> I'll try to put a patent on that one. Okay, Michael, what do you have? Um, I'd like both of you to list five character traits of a female who likes board games. I feel like I'm just condemning myself if I do this. I just want to see Your wife what... is like, she likes board games. You're going to have to edit that out in case she hears that. Your wife, Ashley <laughs> Three eight zero zero. Did you really just give away your address? No. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, funny? Us, good personality? Uh, like, jovial? Jovial. That's a good one. Jovial. Uh, can, we, can we do this combined? I, don't I, think we're gonna I was uh, asking this because uh, Adam is single. He loves board games. So Adam's plugging and board games, and you are trying to get him a date. I want him to get a date. Your question relates sure. to my last question very well. Sure! <laughs> it gets better every time. I don't know. I would say... Uh, the, the ones I've met... Desperate, quit. single. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's quit. Quit. Let's just... Strategic. Cunning. Uh, maniacal. Um, you're describing... Rapist wit. You're Loyal. You described Bill Cosby. <laughs> I did. I did. Michael. I would, I would say witty, good sense of humor, funny, and uh, yeah. uh, it can laugh at herself. Uh, I don't know. I hope Why Crystal can do all this? this. This is just, this is too narrow. 
Yeah, get out of here. You're a married man, Matt. Yeah. All right, Matt, let's My hear it. My wife and me don't play board games a lot. Okay. Uh, you're on the Titanic. The ship is sinking, and you see the orchestra playing on the deck as the ship goes down, and it inspires you. You want to play one last game before you watch Jack slip into the dark abyss. Mm. What is the game, and who are two people, or more, that you are playing with? Keep in mind, they could be two people from any time, anywhere, whoever you would ever want to play a board game with. Oh my goodness! Shark! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Shar. It's getting sad now. I'd want to play... uh, I'd want to play Cosmic Encounter because it's my favorite game. So okay. who would I play that against? I would I would like to introduce uh, uh, Albert Einstein to this game. And that would be fun. And I'd want to play uh, with um, Jesus. Jesus and Albert Einstein. Jesus and Albert Einstein. Feels like you could have just played with Jesus. Well, no, he doesn't cheat. So <laughs> he doesn't have to win every time. Is Albert Einstein known as a cheater? Albert Einstein definitely... Are you comparing He'd always Einstein negotiate and it pissed me off. What? Negotiate? Einstein? Uh, I don't know. If you're talking cosmic, Jesus would always go for the negotiation. No. Yeah. He would. Yeah. No, he'd attack. He'd come with a, he came with a sword. With a righteous anger. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah. He's getting too deep into fucking yeah. jokes. Michael, what do you have? I'd want to play one last game of cribbage. Okay. With my grandpa, mm. my grandma, this and Ashley. Sad. Okay, two people is what we're talking about. Wait, wait, wait. One flesh. I presented the argument as everyone you're going to play with is going to die. Yeah. And you'd pull your wife from all time. Oh, they're going to die? Well, you're on the Titanic. You're going to die. Oh, that's not true. Women and children first. And some old people. No, I, I said at but the last game before you watched Jesus Jackson, can walk on water and carry me away. That's a good choice, Adam. He did pick a good choice. <laughs> you condemned your family to death. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Okay, Adam. Okay, my final question is, if you had, hypothetically, around 100 board games or so, how would you break that sort of information to a potential romantic interest? (laughs) I would, personally. I would break it the same way you broke it to me. (laughs) Personally, I would uh, get a storage unit, a cheap one, probably in Tacoma, bad part of town, uh, store all my games there. Once I found that special someone... Then, 20 years into marriage, when you get a letter in the mail for vacancy, you uh, you say, oh, honey, yeah, those are mine. And who knows, by that point, you might have convinced her that board games are okay. Well, you'd show her like uh, Walter White showed uh, Sky when he opened up the thing. It was just the, thing, the pallet of cash. The pallet of cash, yeah. A pallet of games. Yeah. What are you going to do? You're in too deep now. <laughs> uh boy no i think I, what i would do would be kind of similar to michael i think i would get i would store them away and then you slowly over years introduce them until <clears throat> she figures out one day she's become a hoarder of board games <laughs> until she realizes her pillow has been replaced by a board game <laughs> okay that's good that's good okay michael help me at all but that's good oh no you're screwed dang it michael uh, my final question is having to do with snacks. Every board gamer <laughs> loves snacks. You look at board gamers, they're all fat. <laughs> so this is how you describe a 
female board gamer. <laughs> yeah. No. No, they're all fit. They're all so fit. <laughs> My question is, what's your favorite board game snack? I don't... I prefer a drink. Is that... No, good? you can't. Pizza. Is that a snack? Can it be a snack? Pizza bagel bites. <laughs> For board gamers, it probably can be. I, I, I don't snack when I eat. Or oh, I, I don't right. snack when I eat. No, I don't snack when I play games. <laughs> you go to Dairy Queen. I'll get like a Dairy Queen. I'll eat a meal, and then I'll play a game. And then you'll have another meal. Yeah. So your meal can be a snack when it's revolving no. video games. Video games? Board games. Yeah, mine, mine would be Bagel Bites, I guess. But I don't play enough games to really... Yeah. Make a fries. We make a... We Some chips. Should, yeah, normally we do fries. Like, we'll make a thing of fries and we'll eat that. So that, that fries, I guess. It's a good one. Okay. And yours is sun chips? I guess. <laughs> so That's I what love, I'm going for I right love now. sun chips. Yeah, they're, they're good. Which is your favorite? What? Sun, sun chip? Chi- oh, oh, the... What's your favorite the, fry? The cheese one. Is it harvest che- cheddar? I don't know. I just like the... I guess the I don't like plain sun ones. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's my last question. Death comes to your house. He or she, whichever version you choose, wants to play a game for your soul. Out of the following three, which do you play for your life? Operation, in a freezer, Connect Four, just straight up gameplay of Connect Four, or Pictionary with Gary Busey as your partner and Death Gets Bill Murray. Mm. Well, just to meet Gary Busey and Bill Murray, <laughs> I think I'll go with the Pictionary. I I like to draw anyways, so I feel like that's up my alley. Operation, I have shaking of hands without being in a freezer, so that would just be terrible. Yeah, you're going yeah. to lose that soul. I was thinking Twister could be fun with oh, Gary Busey and Bill Murray. That's a one. Well, maybe, and maybe a woman. Maybe if, maybe if death, death lets you do two out of three, you can do Twister too. Yeah, yeah. Michael? Um... I'm a Connect Four master, so really. I, oh, yeah. You have to put this to a test. I wouldn't point. mind. I was so good in Mr. Blake's class in sixth grade. Let me tell you what. I had no <laughs> friends, but I had a lot of wins in Connect Four. <laughs> so Connect Four. So bring it on, Death. <laughs> All right. I like your confidence. You've got a zest for life. Okay. All uh, right. Let's do recommends real fast, and then. We'll uh, bring up our picks, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here. So, uh, Michael, do you have a recommend? There's a board game I just recently tried. Um, I think it was yesterday and today. It's called Survive: Escape from Atlantis. I believe it was a it's a remake or a re-edition. Uh, it was introduced 30 years ago. Adam, again, is the chief uh, board game nerd here, so he could probably give you more information. But it's a lot of fun. It's really simple. It's uh, it's a, just a fun game all around. Okay, so your pick is? Survive. Survive. Adam, what's your pick? Mine is um, Survive, the album by Diana Ross. Uh, no, <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. I don't even know if that is Diana Ross. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. That's a good poll if you did. Thank you. Uh, no, I uh, come back to me. Okay, uh, my recommendation is going to be uh, what's currently streaming on HBO. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. It is a mockumentary about four vampires 
living in a shared home in New Zealand, right, Michael? Um, yeah, and it's just kind of, you see them encounter, uh, see how they go about their daily lives, how they pick up victims and werewolves, and it, it's really funny, so check it out. It's streaming on HBO Go and HBO Now and HBO. However you watch your HBO, go now to watch HBO. Adam, did you figure out your pick? No! I'm really bad about recommends. I always have one, on, and then I and then I realize that I I don't want to recommend board it. Game. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, I've already I've already talked it up. No, okay. Here, here's a good one. Actually, a good segue from yours. What we do in the shadows. There's a game called Fury of Dracula that came out. Uh, it's kind of a somewhat older game, but it just had a reprint, uh, reissue uh, about two months ago. It's a hidden movement game. One, it's one versus all. So you're one versus like three or four, and one person is Dracula, and they're they're moving around Europe, and nobody knows where Dracula is except for Dracula. He plays cards to where he knows where he is. I would hope he knows where he yeah, is. Yeah, he knows where he is. And he's just basically trying to spread influence and breed new vampires and stuff like that. And everybody else is trying to stop him from doing that by killing him. And so there's vampire hunters. There's there's Dracula himself. It's a lot of fun. And it's really fun because you end up getting really into it, if, especially if you're Dracula, you start making Dracula noises and talking like Dracula and going like, blah, you know, I like doing that sort of stuff. So Fury of Dracula, it's by Fantasy Flight and it's out in stores, probably board game stores or online. Fury of Dracula. Yeah. Got it. Michael, what was yours? Survive. It's survive. It's sitting at your 12 o'clock. No. Okay. It's good. (laughs) Survive. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, let's recap for our picks for classic and updated games. Adam, you had Life and CV. Yep. Michael had Rummy and Ticket to Ride. Sure did. And mine was Yahtzee and King of Tokyo. The sequel was King of New York. hey <laughs> Okay, so... We're not going to do votes because this is favorites, so I think that about does it. Oh, let's pick our topic for next week. What are you guys thinking? Well, I like the uh, you know the best or and worst final scenes of a movie or scene. I agree, Michael. How do you feel about that? That's fine by me. Okay, best worst final scene in a movie will be what we're talking about next week. Yeah, uh, and I want to thank everybody for listening. You can follow Adam at on Twitter at AdamKen47. Tweet Adam and let him know your favorite board game so he can help you find something new and interesting. Or you can follow him and his artwork on Instagram at AdamKen47 or ArtAdamKenny. Or check out his website, AdamKennyArt.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Recorded Insanity. Or you can follow me on Twitter at MattCracklePop. You can follow Michael on Instagram at MPOSEY. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, CracklePopPod, or email us and let us know your favorite board game, CracklePopPod at gmail.com. Please like and subscribe and let us know if you're feeling... <laughs> Please like and subscribe, and if you're feeling feisty, let your friends know about us. Probably just the ones you don't like very much. A quick reminder, the show release date has moved to Monday, and with that said, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye! Bye. We don't need your language here. We don't need those thinking batches. Batches? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> you don't think those stinking badges? You were wanting to grab my boobs. You're looking at them. Badges? <laughs> boobies? Stop. I need your boobies. Do you like Thai food? Do I like Thai food? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mostly just have pot thai. fried rice and pad thai. Yeah. You don't like uh, like chicken curry? On occasion. Oh, I'm just getting into that. Boy, does my butt hate me. Yeah, we went to a Thai place in uh, Four Corners, and it was very tasty. It is 4.7 out of 5, which made it a, That's the, the one of the highest ranked uh, Yelp. Mm, Yelp, yep. Locations to eat. Ah, uh, I really enjoyed in myself. Valley. Yeah. It had a pretty spicy uh, three-star. No. Oh, no, I had a two-star, and, and it was the, very spicy. And the ambiance. Ambiance was marvelous. Spectacular. Okay, are we going to go? And uh, we have Mr. Schweddy here with his balls. <laughs> 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 Schweddy balls. Yeah. Okay.